up, everyone? Welcome back to Strangecast, Player One vs. Was Life is Strange podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Adnan. My co-host Adam is here. Adam, you here? I'm I'm here. I'm 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 present, and I'm here in 2023. Indeed, we've officially made it to 2023. The first episode of many, hopefully. Let's see how far we get on with this. Um, but you <laughs> know, as I, as I said before, always greatly appreciate everyone who supports the channel. Made it through 2022, very rough year for many of the reasons, and myself and Adam. But we made it through, and also we are now officially past 2,000 plays in all podcast services. So a big thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast via podcast services. Um, if you are new here as well, obviously, as I always start with, um, you know, please do leave a subscribe, like, turn on notifications, share with your friends. Helps you keep up to date with our content, also helps you support the channel as well. And Strangecast is available on all podcast services. So you can check us out on Spotify with a video version. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, we're on everything. So you can um follow us download episodes there so as adam said we're here for 2023 um two topics to kick things off two interesting topics actually to kick things off yes um and then we've got a main topic as well so (laughs) so we got a cat out the cat out of the bag last night uh we're recording the out of the bag oh katie out the bag yes so (laughs) we we're recording the 5th of june um, and KE confirmed on the 5th of June, actually, this is the 5th of June, US time. I, I, I was in the UK when this happened. Um, yeah, so she's confirmed on her Twitter, cat out of the bag again. I'm so excited to announce I will officially be narrating Life is Strange, Steph Story, a novel based off the franchise and written by the lovely Rosie Four. Can't wait for you all to dive deep, even deeper into her story. Um, and just quickly add to that as well, Rosie Four, who's the author of Steph Story, uh, tweeted as well on that saying so excited to share this news i couldn't imagine anyone else narrating steph's story other than steph herself uh ke is an incredible talent who has given a voice and so uh, who's given a voice yes and so much uh more to our favorite girl and i couldn't be more thrilled she'll be narrating the audiobook so mm-hmm. yes we have confirmation with that um as adam i probably said to adam katie probably knew this for a long time um yeah and i, I don't imagine this was a short-term project so and obviously after ndas we can't really uh you know expect her to tell us straight up that she's being involved in this but yeah I, it, it, it was the kind of standard thing that i expected from the from this was square enix i don't i personally don't think that steph's story is going to sell hugely you know it is it's a really ultra niche novel on an ultra niche franchise um but I think that the audiobook opens it up to more audiences. And, you know, it just, for me, it makes more sense as well to do that with the actors. Um, I mean, like, people have always said to me that they'd love to see, like, in the comics narrated by all the actors that they, that are in there. That would be a cool, um, just to follow an audiobook form. So this is kind of a nice yeah. touch for it. Um, I'll probably, I might actually keep up the Steph story a bit more now with <laughs> an audiobook. Yeah. And that that's just it. It's like, I think... When you said like narrating comic books, I was like, "How would that work?" But I don't know. Anything's possible, I guess. Um, oh, you'd be surprised. Visual, visual, yeah. visual cue of each of the frames, and then um, true the voice actors yeah. over it. Well, I I only know because like I used to have um, on the PSP the um, the Metal Gear digital graphic novel. Oh yeah, I forgot they, about they, those. They reshot all the cutscenes in um, in in uh, was it Ashley Wood who did the drawings? They did they did all the drawings. They had the voice actors over it, and I think even if you did frame by frame, as long as people could follow it. And they mm-hmm. heard the voice actors. I mean, like, you know, it's tell it's tell loads like Hannah Tell, Ashley mm-hmm. Birch or Rihanna DeVries and Kylie Brown doing narrating in a comic book series. It's like oh, yeah. it's a golden ticket for me that. Um so this just makes natural sense as well, um, for them to do this. Yeah. No, it's a, it's good. And that's the thing, like I was gonna pick this up 
as a uh, physical book, but you know what? I honestly, since Katie Benz is going to be narrating the audiobook, I feel like I feel like the only way to like consume this book now is through the audio. It's kind of like uh, I don't know. Audiobooks count as books. As someone who is a reader, um, audiobooks are books. Like they 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 just are. Um, and for me, I I don't. I don't get to read as often as I do because I'm doing other things, but with an audiobook, I can like I can actually turn it on and you know do things while I read. And to be narrated by Katie Benz, I don't know. Like this, it just seems like why would I pick up the physical copy? Like no, no offense to like Rosie Thor, you know, because I'm sure she gets paid. I also got paid either way, you know. I don't know. It's it's kind of like one of those things. I'm like, oh man, I really want a physical copy, but like the audiobooks just seems to make the most sense to do. You know, <laughs> it's more expensive the audiobook. The audiobook is says is fifteen dollars, and then the book in itself is ten dollars. Well, we see two price points in this screenshot here. So yeah, there's a so, nine ninety nine. So the nine ninety nine will be for the book, I imagine, because it says one to read next to it. So that'll be for the book order, and then the narration will be fifteen dollars because it's an audiobook. Well, let's um, let's confirm this. Hold on, let's go on Amazon. Even though I hate supporting Amazon, um, even though I got um, gift cards for Christmas, and I yeah, had exactly, yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh. <laughs> and that's the thing. I had to get a specific guitar tool or a guitar part, and the only way I could get it was. I um, hate when people keep saying like they hate Amazon. It's like, why'd you order from it then? Why do you yeah. watch their videos? Why do you do this? It's like you hate it so much, you don't really hate it as much. And that's the know? thing, is it's like I hate it, but it's like the it's like when I need like really niche things. Uh, exactly, like yes, of course. Extremely. And it's just <laughs> I'm like like I had to find a uh, MIDI eight pin to a USB uh port plug uh to plug in something and like nowhere else found it. Like I went everywhere and nobody had it, and I just like God dang it. And I might I send you um I might send you a frame picture of Jeff Bezos next Christmas, so you can put it in that oh, wall behind you. Because then next anyway. time you next time you're getting your ultra niche products and you can't find them, you can thank the man who founded the company that you came from. Jeez. Um, um. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at that. So I'm on Amazon right now. So I'm on Amazon right now. That is very interesting. I mean, because yeah, you're paying a voice actor. I get yeah, it. Yeah, of course it's going to be more expensive. I, th I imagine that's going to be the biggest seller, though, for me personally. Like the audiobook being fifteen dollars. Mm. Like you know, I ain't going to buy. It. I, 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 as I said to you before, I read it like a snail's pace. The fact there's an audiobook, I'm kind of like, hey, yeah. Presto, this, this solves my problem. And on top of that, it'd be for incentive to support Katie as well because she'd probably, you know, obviously, obviously getting paid for this job. And there might be like royalties or whatever involved in it. Even um, on the audiobook, it just says, "Life is strange." Rosie Thor, and it says cover to be revealed, and it's uh, well, interesting there, but yeah, and then on the Kindle, which I say I hate Amazon, and yet I read from a Kindle, um, <laughs> it's just I can't escape it. You can't escape capitalism. Great. Uh, here we go. Oh, uh, maybe I'll switch to um, Barnes and Nobles has their own Kindle, yeah, but then it's another capitalism. I hate this world. Ah. Anyways, play the game. It really is. God bless America, I guess. I don't know. Screw it. But um Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, I I'm I'm definitely gonna try to pick this up in audiobook. 
Um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's nice. It's it'll be nice to hear Katie Benz like narrating as her character. So yeah, really excited for that part. Like it, it's it's great that we actually confirmed it and not just like, come on. Come on, Square Enix is not going to give that up to yeah. let Katie Benz narrate it, it. It's a long time coming. Like, as I said to you before, and I've said on this podcast before, like, if people connect the dots, the mm. Staff Gingrich arc is, is strange in no pun intended in, in True Colors. Like, she she was obviously seems to have had a bigger role. And it's kind of been either diluted or changed in development. We'll never mm. know unless, like, the developers say something or, like, you know, I, I have a good idea from other people I've, I've, I've spoken to anonymously and everything else in between it. But mm-hmm. I just know that this development of this game isn't isn't what people think on the surface of it. And I think, like, Steph was obviously going to be a big role and big factor of it. They might have changed it at some point. But it just makes sense as well. Like, you know, uh, an entire DLC about her, uh, a book about her. She's one of the characters in the game. It's just like there's such an emphasis placed on her. Something doesn't make sense there. Like, there's a common denominator, which doesn't make sense, which is the, the main game. The fact that she's kind of relegated to a secondary main character but then at the same time even in that her role is a bit diluted with ryan it's like why is ryan there then at this point it's like you're kind of just putting the the choice of sexuality choice and then for the sake of it it's shoehorning it in when it didn't need to be in there it's never it's never been part of a crux for life is strange that as a formula it just Mm -hmm. hasn't i'd argue against every single day of the week it's just never been that kind of thing it's just become a more modern thing with the series the way that square enix has treated it um but naturally yeah i i I, you know i'm I'm thrilled for katie obviously i've known katie for a long time whatever kind of reservations i have with like life is strange i've always um katie's just a really really nice person and you know full full support with that on that um in rosie four's tweet as well she put one underneath it saying the audiobook is available for pre-order from the retailer of your choice i'm a big fan of uh libro fm yeah uh, which functions basically like an audible but supports your local book says instead of a billionaire oh of course Capitalism is the worst thing of, in the world, isn't it? Yes. yes. Of course. Of course. Screw of course. Capitalism. Of course it is. Well, I yeah. like, look, I, I, I'm not trying to put too much political things or anything in this, but like, you know, there, there's a fine line with this kind of stuff because, like, you know, if you want to put that out there, you're probably like drinking Starbucks, you're probably doing all kinds of other no, I hate Starbucks. materialistic things. Specifically yeah, well, probably, because they're so capitalist. Yeah. Oh, come on. And it makes any different from the other coffee shop you go into. Yes. As well. Yes. They, look, because yes. let me just say this as well. Like even the independent coffee shop you support on the pretentious ones, if they have the chance to be a Starbucks, they'll take it in a heartbeat. They'll tell all moral ethics out the window. So don't give yeah. this kind of like high horse of saying, oh, I don't support Starbucks because of this reason. Whilst you're like, you know, eating meat from an inhumane place or something else. World is full of hypocrites. I'm not going to go on too much of a rant on that. Let's not start 2023 in a positive way. But with with her, yeah, if you want to support a local different service, then do that. If you don't want to and you just want to use Amazon because mm-hmm. it's easier and it's more beneficial, then just do that. And as well. to, to your defense, too, um, there's a there's a bookstore <laughs> that's by me that's also local. And I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to say the situation. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to get lawsuits. No. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> not not making a difference. We're in, I'm based in the UK. I'm I'm protective. Yeah, no, no, no. But... Um, but like, yeah, there's like the the local bookstores, and there's Barnes and Noble, of course. And then if you go to local, sometimes the uh, owners don't really go behind certain agendas or anything like that, or um, mistreat employees at all. So even if you shop local, you're still supporting. He could be still supporting somebody who's like not on the people's side. So yeah. that's all I'll say is that like even 
just because you support local doesn't always mean that you're doing the right thing. In fact, uh, yeah, like to your point, Starbucks, um, it's already been proven that they hid themselves as mom and pop shops. So there were like many different like locally owned coffee shops that were actually Starbucks. So they, they just like rebranded. Um, and a lot of coffee shops do that. They'll just do, um, for example, a great coffee shop by me is called um, uh, uh, Moxie's, like Moxie, Moxie Java. But they have one downtown called Third Drop, but it's the same company. So it's not like two different companies. Same thing Starbucks did. Like there was Starbucks and then there was like certain established places that were owned by Starbucks. So uh, shopping local doesn't always mean doing the right thing. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Morals are just in the gray area watch watch the good place and there you go the good place is a great example for that if you want to live that much of a moralistic lifestyle it's impossible because <laughs> then it's like if you have an iphone in your hand well that phone was made in china where mm-hmm. people are getting paid absolutely nothing if you don't want to support starbucks you want to go to another coffee shop yeah those owners mm-hmm. probably treat their staff like absolute pieces of shit because that's mm-hmm. what i've worked in independent places like that they're, they're always horrible to their staff so it's, it's yeah. a win-win. It's a win-win lose-lose situation. For both of them. Like, I'm not going to take this podcast off Amazon Music because people will listen through Amazon Podcasts. It's on every podcast service. Yeah, but no, like I support. Google or not. I support my my music on Spotify. Like, I put my music on Spotify, and a lot of people are coming out to say that, like, "Hey, now oh, I'm not going to get into that." No, <laughs> it's like, no, let's leave that. I I disagree with one thing that person said. I'm just like, uh. But yeah, no, like Spotify, yeah, they say like, oh, they underpay their artists. I'm like, yeah, but like for, you know, underground underground artists, it's our platform that we can like get listeners for. So it's like, I think I think with what me and Adnan are saying is that you can do the best you can to be your best. But the only thing you can do is to treat others in, in a kind way. And what you support is maybe not treating others kindly, but you can control your own self. You can control your own emotions. You, you are the one that is treating people nicely. That's all you can do. That's all you can do in, in this world. Just try to I just, be nice. Yes. Adam summed it up. Like, as I said, if you haven't switched off yet, thank you. We enjoy that. But like, as I said, I just yeah. find those kind of things great in me a little bit. I, I Rosie Ford tweet about like, you know, instead of supporting a billionaire, <laughs> your book is sold on a billionaire's platform. A lot of people mm-hmm. will order it from Amazon. It's just yeah. hypocritical, but anyway, I'll kind of digress from that. Um, but yeah, good. You know. Good that Katie Vence is... is uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might cut that off. I don't know. But like, as I said, I'm just, I'm, I just don't like scenes. Anyway, I'm not going to try and get rattled by it. The book is available in, in different places, audiobooks from different places as well, if you want to listen to it via there. Um, mm-hmm. Should we kick into our next topic? Sure, yeah. So, interesting little bit of news. Um, didn't expect this. First... And was it the first? No, it was the 2nd of January. Don't nod tweeted mm-hmm. saying yes, Happy New January. Year to all. And thank mm-hmm. you for your support as always. It's been an exciting year and there's a lot more in store for us and you in 2023. So yes. in this little teaser clip, if you have not watched it, they confirmed that we might see two more games from Don't Nod. We mm-hmm. definitely, we definitely got news that um, Banishers is not the only game coming out from Don't Nod in 2023. Yes. 
That's all they said. But in the video, they tweeted two of the images. They put two of the images that were shown. So obviously, as we said before, the one that has stars over it and looks, well, one one of the ones that we said looked like, tell me why. And it just wasn't even close. Was not even close. Yeah, that, that one wasn't. That was Banishers. But the other one, which I'll try and show you on a screen here. Yes. I want to show you my DMs from Twitter, which if you are watching the video version. Mm -hmm. So it's this futuristic remember me style one pink background sci-fi tech one and this one which is like a god of war style rock like nordic one which is which by I the artist of all the life of strange games um and, I, and i'm edward kaplan yes i believe um, but yeah so i'm guessing they're going to say that like hey the there's going to be three games coming out this year Banishers. interesting as well after yeah. our prediction video where you said um, we could potentially see three games this year, uh, I was very surprised. Bang. But, like, that's what mm -hmm. I mean. I think I think the uh, one with The Rock might be a very small game. Like, I don't think it's going to be, like, large and in charge. It might be uh, small like Gerda. Um, but something to put, that, put out and something that a lot of fans for A Life is Strange are excited for uh to see like that kind of art style but it might be just a smaller game now this this one with the cybernetics do you think do you think tell me why too do you think <laughs> remember me too no self-publish all the rest of them do you do you think do you think <laughs> uh remember me remaster no it's not because remember me. Uh, do you think they just <laughs> It's the same game, but the different name, like, um, probably Momento. might be like a spiritual successor. Yeah, exactly. It might be. That's, that's also a good thing. But like, <laughs> here's the thing with the other image that we thought was tell me why. And it turned out to be banishers. I've given up on, on, on guessing. Like I've really given up on this. Um, cause like this, this game with the cybernetics, it could be just like a, like a simulation game, kind of like potion craft. But, uh, and then the rock could be like this massive, like RPG open world, like I'm, I'm like not sure what to guess with these two, but I'm excited that we're gonna get three games this year. Well, potentially three games. They yes, confirmed that there's another game coming here, and they showed yes. two of the logos. I'm not sure. I think they might have done that intentionally in the case, like if one gets delayed, they can release the other. Maybe, maybe yeah. all, all three are coming out. Obviously, like as I said, your prediction was very good for that. I thought there's mm -hmm. only gonna be two major releases this year from them. Um, yeah. The one that's obviously noticeable missing is the Montreal videotape, which that now reaffirms that we won't see that until right. 2024 latest. That will be the, the, the Banishers, which is obviously developed with focus is one of the major blockbuster games they're working on. It's the only game that's worked with a publisher. The rest are all mm -hmm. self-published. And I imagine that one has taken a big part of the budget and uh, Montreal's game will have a large part of the budget. They're the two, the ones that they're going to really try and push, I imagine for selling wise. So, we can t firmly tell off the table, which is obviously a shame, but, you know, I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. always have been excited for Luke and Michelle's game. So, and we'll continue to keep waiting <laughs> as everyone else yeah. is patiently. Um, but these ones are really interesting uh, in itself. Obviously, as we said before, the one with the rock, which is Edward Kaplan's artwork. Um, that's exciting. I imagine one of these games will be smaller in scale production. I think that mm -hmm. one of them is going to be a much bigger kind of like um, supplementary kind of like accommodation for Banishers as a game from Don't Nod. And another one will kind of be very indie toned where it's like yes. a bit lower budget, hopeful, like, you know, we could do something. But 
it's just uh, I was surprised I don't know dropped it so early on in in January to confirm that there's more stuff coming from them this year. I know. And I wasn't expecting to kind of like just drop well, it at like, some point. It's definitely a safe one. It's definitely a safe like, hey, it's not the only one. It's not. It's not necessarily a promise, but it's a it gives you hope because it's not saying what the titles are. They're just like kind of re-showing you the logos that they already showed you. Yeah. Um, whereas Banishers was a full on like, hey, this is what it is. This is ha- this has to be the safest reveal, like of all video game history. Just kind of like it's like, hey, we're. I th- we didn't say that there would be two. We we're just kind of showing logos here, you know. Yeah. N- no promises, and that's a safe bet. That's a really safe bet to just kind of like do it la- that way, you know. I think this is. Um, I was talking to my friend, and he mentioned a good point where he said, like, this is the kind of year where we were catching up to the lag from the pandemic. There was yes. like a period of games that weren't released because I think was it last? Yeah, last year was very slow for a lot of games coming out. And even the year before that was kind of like a little bit juggling, but it's like now we've kind of like passed the pandemic slow phase. It's like we can start seeing more major releases come out. So maybe Don't Nod has kind of like pushed itself now to kind of get these games out in 2023. Obviously, as I said before, the last major release from Don't Nod was Twin Mirror in 2020, mm-hmm. and that was not a commercial success by by definition for what Don't Nod would be hoping for. Um, so like these are major releases coming out this year, so this will obviously, you know, help replenish mm-hmm. the 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 um the the war chest that's there they've obviously spent heavily with like recruitment in itself as i said like some of these games could slip the schedule could change like we have to factor in like where the world is at the minute recessions etc stuff like that you'll have to move schedules these games could always change like for example like if hypothetically speaking if these two games were planned for december next year and they knew mm-hmm. that only december's release when that's going to happen but tomorrow rockstar games came out and dropped a trailer for gta 6 and said we're coming out december 1st every studio would move all their games out of that window no one no one's going to compete with it it's gonna no. it's gonna it's gonna well maybe sega will they'll probably put a sonic <laughs> game out but um yeah they'll every publisher will move their schedule because they will just not compete with that game that game will annihilate anything in its window that's in mm-hmm. a self force to be reckoned with so I still think these games will come out, but we have to factor in if certain things change in development, if development gets pushed back, recessions, etc. if it affects the industry in certain ways, it's going to all play into a factor. But, try and get away from all that kind of like random ranting, but in itself, it's good to see that Don't Nod has something else coming out this year. That was my hope as well. I, I, I had already predicted that Banishes would be the main game, obviously, and then there's a supplementary one. We might get free. Which is quite cool. It means that the yeah. timeline is going to move forward. It might even be that next year will be free as well. So you get obviously mm-hmm. the Montreal game. Hopefully, will be the big release, and then two other games from Don't Nod. Yeah. Um, but no, very excited, very excited for them. And obviously, I like the fact that they teased which games it was as well. Because if they were just like left us hanging, I could have thought it would be maybe Montreal's game or not. Like I, I, I could have been like left completely hanging there. But it's just nice to see that there's a confirmation that there's um, two games coming from them, or well, at least one game could be potentially mm-hmm. two. No, oh, yeah. No, and that's the thing. It's like it's potentially the two because there is a slight promise saying like and that's not the only release. They never said how many. They never said how little. They just said like, hey, it's not the only thing. And they just showed us pictures. That's it. So I I I have my hopes um set at a reasonable pace. Like saying mm-hmm. like like I'm I'm thinking that these two could be just small projects. They're not like gonna be large in scale like banishers probably will be um but i'm excited for the one that's like all 
uh, technology. I like the color, uh, the color scheme. I'm I'm really enjoying that. I I remember when we saw these logos for the first time. That was the one that just kind of like struck me as like, oh, what's that? Because it's very like it's colorful. It's got uh, lights blinking. I'm I'm a child, so if there's lights blinking, I'm just like, oh, I'm all interested. Blinking lights, shiny things. Oh, please, please, please. Um, and the one from Eduardo. I'm just curious of what the game actually is. So that could just cool. be like a pure hand-drawn game like hand-drawn yeah. like limited kind of like a platformer kind of game or something with story-driven elements or something I, i'm not too sure i think like the the one to the left with it which is obviously the superistic futuristic sci-fi-esque game is probably a big more of a bigger budget mm-hmm. it will be like more heavily story focused and that in the same vein as, as we know don't know to make games for um in, yeah, but as, as I said, like I don't know who's who's working on who. Like I imagine that obviously the Tell Me Why development team, which is based in France, will be working on it. A lot of the studios are obviously all based in France, except for Montreal. So we'll we'll see more from the French the 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 French division, yes, um, French based division. Luke and Michelle French, the French based division. We'll see this year. That'll be the big kind of um, same risk for us. But um, yeah, excited nonetheless. Oh yeah, I- I'm super excited for all this. So um we shall see and i have um the highest hopes i guess or the lowest hopes the mid the most mid hopes possible so <laughs> indeed yeah I'm, I'm, I'm as i said to adam before oh. like 2023 i have very low expectations per minute so anything that happens that's good i'll take as a win um speaking of 2023 this will be our main topic as i said we only have two news pieces not much we move one to next week which we'll talk about it's about steph's story need a bit of time to read it as well um but we'll, we'll talk about that next week we're going to move into a main topic. Um, Adam suggested this, which is our 2023 resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> never really expanded on that. Do you want to kick things off? Do you want me to kick things off? Uh, do you have any goals, as as we said? you have goals? Well, one of them is to restart Life, is, uh, life After Strange this year. So I will guarantee that now. I imagine people are wondering what's happened there. Like, you know, my dad died last year. That really threw the entire channel off the entire course of where we were at. We went a massive hiatus for ages. Um, and then before that as well, like we were basically just doing mainline entries for True Colors, like it was nonstop. So like in itself, if you ever wonder how I do this, that podcast, that's been going since 2020 August, which feels w- mad how long it's taking. Mm-hmm. But the process was like really early on was I was recording bulk episodes. So I was like getting loads and loads of emails sent out and doing loads of interviews, then backlogging the episodes. Mm-hmm. So um like that that was kind of like not giving me enough time to spe- sit down and plan the questions out that's why the first 20 plus episodes are all very similar in vain a lot of them, some of the questions o- overlap um scheduling is like a nightmare as well for like obviously i based in the uk so it's like when you're reaching yes. out to people then getting time sorted then on top of that it's like waiting for someone to get a response so i streamlined it last year when it revamped with um the true colors kind of like oh 2021 we, re- we revamped it in the true colors like era so it's like and then i spent a lot of time working with the true colors actors and kind of getting interviews that i wanted to some of them will be impossible to reach um mm. unfortunately um as i'll tell you now guys like some people just never going to come on that series which is a tra- crying shame but I've, I've had to learn to accept it but i did plan to restart it this month so i actually reached out to someone who i planned to get on this podcast for this the first episode of 2023 they are unavailable at the minute and asked me mm. to reach back out in a couple of months so we're going we're going back to the drawing board i have identified someone else who i'd love to talk to this person actually which would be really quite interesting um so i'm hoping the podcast kind of comes back it's just it's process it's process and i don't really want to send out six or seven emails because this is 
what I did in 2020, which I was trying to get out to people and reach, try to reach out to Katie, um, Katie Dan McCann, who played um, uh, Dave Madsen in Before the Storm and Life is Strange 2, Kylie Brown, um, and none of them replied, and a couple other people. And then at the same time, everyone replied. So I was basically stuck in it. Then at the same time, I was interviewing Chandler Mantioni, who played um, uh, Chris in Captain Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, I had all these interviews at the same time, so I didn't even stagnate them. I even after I said to um, Dan, I was like, can you please, um, can I come back in a month's time and like reschedule you here? So it's like, you can basically get hit by all emails at once if you do, um, if you reach out. So Life After Strange is a big project for me to try and pick back up at this point. It will probably start fizzling out at some point. Unfortunately, that's the reality of the series. Like we're, we're in itself, when I look at it now, it's 31, 33 episodes, can't remember how many it is now. It's like 30, no, it's 31 episodes with 30 of the actors on there. Like that mm. in itself is like a feat. I never thought I'd get 30 actors. And we're talking about 30 actors from a series that's now eight years old and we cross different games like people are supposed to like serena and gabrielle from like the max and chloe's mm -hmm. original motion cap actor i never thought that would be an interview never yeah. thought i'd ever even get those interviews and it's just like you know it happened and and like for for anyone wondering as well because i've had this comment as well i've basically and i'll give you a nutshell of this i have basically tried to get an interview with danny knights who played victoria chase for eight years so <laughs> anyone keeps commenting on the video saying when's danny knight coming on what happened to her I believe she moved on from acting. I tried mm. multiple times to get out to her, never got a comment. So it is yeah. what it is. And there's other actors who are basically have just ignored every other request. One flat out turned down the opportunity to come on, which is a big shame, big character. I think a lot of people enjoy it. I'm not going to name who it is. Um, and then other people who just like the scheduling is a nightmare. So it's like, what can you do? You know, um, mm. me, me and Hans Soto converse over DMs as well. <laughs> He's like, I mean, my last message with Hans Soto was, He's like, this is going to be the best interview ever once we lock in our schedules. Ha. Huh. And he's just busy as, as it is. It's like, it's not like he's, you know, not wanting to come on here. It's just, it, it just life. takes time. Yeah, yeah, it takes time, man. I think the Daniel Vivartis one took six months or something to schedule with her. And I was yeah. like, so fortunate that she actually did it. And I really enjoyed just talking to her. So patience will come with it. And I think like in itself, like with Life After Strange, I think we'll, I will try and like branch out into different other games to cover on this channel. I you know, some of the people just say, like, try and cover other things you want to. I think I'll switch focus on a lot of stuff on Don't Nod as well. I think there's, a, I'm hoping maybe there'll be, like, a piece I'll do on Montreal to kind of give people a, a lowdown of the studio because we talk about them a lot, but to kind of give you more insight onto, onto the studio mm -hmm. from what I know. So that's my plan. That is actually a resolution I have sort of. It's like in loose terms because, like, as I said, Life of Strangers is, is a, <laughs> is a, is a, is a tough thing to plan and do. Like and itself as well, like to give you up the process. One of the more the the more um, difficult things as well is like obviously some of the actors ask for the questions beforehand for their own reasons. Sometimes it's for kind of like to you know memorize whatever happened in the past that they can't remember, or just kind of see what you want to talk about, etc. But when they ask the questions in advance, then the questions have to go to them in advance before the interview, so you, you cut down your time frame even more. Yeah. And obviously, remember these aren't like fifty minute talks or anything. These are like hour-long conversations that are going out on on youtube um mm -hmm. the better part so it's like you, you know you're having an extensive chat so you're writing out 15 to 20 25 questions um but yeah life after strange is a uh, one of my goals among many mm. oh yeah well uh before i say like any of my goals i do want to say one thing i said on my other podcast what's the biz um uh, where we kind of shared our goals. So I'm very much into stoic philosophy. 
And there's uh, the two main uh, Stoic philosophers, uh, Marcus Aurelius and Seneca. And they both, they're both uh, the glass is half, right? Uh, Marcus sure. Aurelius is very much glass half empty. Seneca is very much glass half full in terms of time that we have. And anytime someone's making a goal and they think it's daunting, right? Uh, you know, thinking the words of Marcus Aurelius. Actually, I haven't written down my journal, if, I, if you don't mind me, um, you know, reading a quote. Go for it. So Marcus Aurelius, who wrote in his, you know, book Meditations, which is just an entire book about his meditations, his thoughts. He would just journal it down. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a great read. You should go for it uh, if you're into Stoic philosophy. And Marcus Aurelius says, remember how long you've been putting this off. How many extensions of uh, how many extensions the gods have gave you? You didn't uh, and you didn't use them. So uh, basically starting out like, just remember how much time you had. The gods give you extensions for life and you're not using your life in the way that you should be. At some point, you have to recognize what the world is that you belong to, uh, what power rules it, and from what source you spring, that there is a limit of time assigned to you. And if you don't use it to free yourself, it will be gone and will never return. So... Marcus Aurelius is very much on the side of just like, hey, you don't have enough time, dude. Like, you got to go. You got to go. Whereas Seneca is very much half full. Where he's just saying, like, life is one of the longest things you can ever do. You just have to use your hours correctly. So there's yeah. a set amount of hours. But it's like, yeah, it's a long time if you use your hours right. So when we're making goals, you can look at Marcus Aurelius and saying, like, there's not enough time. I need to get this accomplished. Or you can look at Seneca and say, like, I got all the time in the world. I just need to use my hours right. So, and also what's the biz, we did some math on how many hours there are in a year uh, in terms of getting at least seven hours of sleep. You know, let's say you get seven hours of sleep, maybe, but, and then eight hours of workday in an entire year, you have over 4,000 hours of free time. That's not working or sleeping. 4,000 hours over, like 4,200 some. So if you really think about that, making your goals, you have 4,200 some hours in a year to accomplish these. So it's just something to think about, you know? But one of the goals I made for myself this year, which I'm teetering on one or the other, right? I want to put out 20 songs this year. 20. So last year I put out 15, including the strange cast theme song and the uh, life after strange theme song. Yeah. I put out 15 and I'm just like, okay, that's cool. But what if I put out 20, you know, really up my game. Mm -hmm. The one I keep going back on is just like, I could just focus on getting out more music to get more practice, or I can just focus on getting my full length album out, like really focus on making that really good. And that's where I'm probably standing at. It's like for Adam Evald, getting the full length album out this yeah. year. So I want to make it really good. Um, I'm actually re-releasing Nova Initio to make it sound much more clear and concise. So uh, that would be cool. But yeah, that's one of my goals is to uh, use this year to really focus in on making a really good album. And I hope people will enjoy what, what I have. So. That, that's one of my goals. What's it your really goal? Good goal? 
Yeah. No, it's a really good goal, that. And people should check your music out because, as I said, we do Life is Strange podcast, and Kylie is on one of the, you know, it's on, is in your the music. So, of life. Yeah, yeah. So you should definitely check it out. That's like a win win situation for a lot of people. Um, yeah. It's like, again, like another one for me is like to kind of catch up on Life is Strange as well. Like the comic series is like, the main one for me now i want to kind of start mm-hmm. again like i've got all the other novels but like any novels the other graphic novels but i need to like sit down and finish the entire series i never got around to it like i bought i think was it volume four over there or something i think like volume four mm-hmm. um and then stopped at that point obviously again things changed last year so it's like i want to kind of get back yeah. on it and read through them um and kind of like get an idea of what happens maybe even try and reach out to Emma Vicelli again, get a second part of our interview that we did last time to kind of finish off and wrap up where we got up to. Who knows? But I think, like, that's a big one for me. I kind of want to get into that kind of, like, element of reading a little bit, kind of, like, diversify myself. We become, do you know, like, I, I, it's weird, like, this is kind of, like, you know, yeah. I feel like you become a bit of a slug with, like, things that have happened, like, you know, like, because you had, like, because I, I, I cancelled Netflix last year for the first time after having for six years. Just didn't yeah. use it and then eventually cut it and I was like, I'm so happy with this now. It's like I wanna watch when I want when I wanna watch something now, I watch it for the appreciation of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like even with like prime video at the minute, I go on there and watch what I want. Even on Amazon, I don't really order much from there anymore, but it's like I kind of like just watch prime video and the videos I want to watch, I'm like, oh this is you know, this is really enjoyable for me. Um But yeah, like I, I kind of want to like sit down and read more things i think like i might even try and give a crack at steph's story and see how mm. i feel with reading novels god only knows i have a terrible way of picturing things from imagination but give that a shot and then read maybe like read through all the comics get on kind of top of that that's kind of like one of my goals so it's kind of like yeah just kind of keeping on top of things with that um my my feeling is kind of try not to ramble where was that going at now uh <laughs> So yeah, so in itself, I want to catch, basically in, in a nutshell catch up with this, the the comic series because I know the comics are very divisive, but I really enjoyed it. And especially I've always said like I really enjoy the interesting scenes between Max and Rachel. Like that just wasn't seen. And every time I mentioned it, and even more recently when we had Kylie on, we had Hannah on, they were very surprised by just hearing it. It's like yeah, that, those are the actors who played those characters as well. Yeah, and they're even thinking about the possibilities of that. It's like when your imagination looms on that, I'm like that's a for me, a strength of the comic series, like a really good strength of it. Um, mm. So I'm, uh, I'm very, very, uh, very much going to catch up on them, if anything. Like, so my progress is trying to get a bit more into glued into Life is Strange, um, and even maybe, maybe I might even attempt to go back to Life is Strange too this year. Maybe. Mm, I've, always, okay. I've, I've always said it to you. Yeah. 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 I, I've, I've only ever played Life is Strange two once. I say to people, they were shocked. I when I, I reviewed episodes one through four left the industry at that point finished episode five never reviewed it so it's the only episode i never reviewed of life is strange 2 um yeah. and i've never played it since then so like those those are the kind of games that sometimes i wish i, I never go back to because it's like when i've when, when i had a great experience like that's it it's just, it's, it's just it's so satisfying i don't need to kind of go back and see anything else yeah um and i might i might i'm tempted to at this point just to see how i feel about things um I think there's a there's it might be might be time to go back to that game. Great game, man. Great game. I would preach it, man. Play it, play it. It's such a divided game. Like I, I think I, I just I, I'm convinced that there's a certain point in your life where you'll sit down and you'll appreciate Life is Strange too for where it's at. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Like if you didn't like it the first time, you'll go back. I, I just defend it. because I think it's a good game. Like in itself, I, as I said, you could possibly say it's the best game in the series. So for like me, 
it's a, a always recommend it to people whether you like it or not like, and just, like go back to it and try it like you know that's what i need to do with true color myself i'm gonna go back and try it at some point because i need to see if i'm really being as um as too critical of it for no reason or not but like i, I need to play life is strange too as well at some point so it's on my list of things to do oh yeah you know what that's a good transition to one of my other goals this year oh uh i am going to read through 10 books Ooh. so whenever somebody asks me like do you read my i have the same answer for a long while not as much as i would like to like and i think last year i may have read through like five maybe six <laughs> like i didn't read that much this past year mm-hmm. um just because i was developing my first ep that features kylie brown mm-hmm. um but I really want to like measure out because I don't even know like the like how many books. I'm just guessing five, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I have like a goal of reading through ten books of significance. And I'm already starting on book number one, which is Jeanette McCurdy's book that she just yeah. released. Um I'm glad my mom died. That so I so far I've read style. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Like um I'm I'm through the first five chapters right now. And mm-hmm. it's just um it's it's a story we've all heard before, you know, like how child actors are forced into acting and it's her story, like go- going through it. But what was her name again? Jeanette McCurdy. Is she a blonde head girl? Yeah, yeah, she played um Sam you know, from iCarly. Yeah. Yo, oh my god. Oh my god, right. When you said it to me, I was like thinking I was like I started looking as well as on my iPad, I was like, wait a minute, I said like, Jeanette. I was like, why about like, I know this? Oh, right. Yeah. She's, yeah. Um, she, she's spoken like pretty openly about it. Is everything like Dan Schneider and like a lot of the other stuff that happened? No, let, I'll let you continue. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, that's I'm the thing. That's why I things. want to read this book because yeah, yeah, like go. she's so for the first five chapters is about her home life and um, not spoiling too much because, you know, these are the first few chapters I've read. Um, but she was raised Mormon. And as a kid, she didn't want to like she she was excited to go to church for three hours. Not because she was excited to go to church, but it was three hours away from her house. Like she wanted oh, to be out of the house and she was like trying to drag her family out as like a five-year-old. Be like, come on, we got to go. It's almost time. And like, she's like desperate to get out of her house. And so that, that goes into like how she got into acting and how her mother wanted to be an actress. So it's her mother living through Jeanette. Through, yeah. And then the, I'm sure there's going to be more stories about her time in iCarly. So it's a book that I've wanted to read for a while. I'm starting on my year. I have it. I have the physical copy right out there. And um, yeah, I'm going to read through it. So um, I definitely know that I want to finally actually read Obstacles Away by Ryan Holiday. I've only read the first few chapters and life got ahead of me. So didn't do that. Uh, Think Again by Adam Grant. So there's definitely books on my list, but Steph's story. Going to read through that. Um, but you know, one of my goals is to actually measure out and just say like, I'm going to read through 10 books. And if I get to 20 books, I'm, I'm very happy, but you know, life happens. And like, I tell people like, I love to read just not as much as I would like to, cause I'm making music and I'm working full time and I'm also married and I need to, you know, be present for my wife and not just like reading a book like, mm, Oh yeah, you're, you're still here. So, you know get some reading done it is what it is but it works out because one of uh, liz's 
uh, Liz's uh, resolutions is to beat five games. So while she's playing games, I'm reading a book. So it works out. Yeah, coordinated effort, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, she's doing that. So like, we'll we'll have like little time for there. Yeah. This. Uh, her book must be fascinating to read, though, because like, it's I've really only good. seen. Yeah, because yeah. I've only seen her popping up more recently on like more recently like tiktok and stuff like that and that's why when you said the name i like sat away from it thinking here like, i was like wait a minute i was like yeah i was like i think i know who that is um yeah. and obviously like the things about dan, Sch uh, dan schneider the allegations keep coming out and mm -hmm. out and out about him and i think like obviously the more you see it as well and the more questionable things that are shot on iCarly that were shot on the amanda show drake and josh keenan Kelly, it kind of makes more sense with him he was heavily involved with nickelodeon back in the day like yeah. major figure with all the main main shows that came out especially during my time as well they were like yeah I would, like i i i miss tv like that like those those that content um, i would i would actually recommend you pick up a copy because the chapters are really short they're super yeah. short um i read through five chapters in like half an hour like it's it's super it's a it's a good read um and the chapters are super short there's like 92 chapters in 308 pages something like that so like the the chapters go really quickly so it's a it's definitely i've only read through five and um yeah it's so far i'll i'll let you know when i'm i'm deeper in but it's a good read so far yeah please do i'm, I'm quite interested to see how um how to get on with that um yeah how, how you get how you get on with it because i think it's a it's a fascinating read about her life and then just obviously like itself like even her, her upbringing as well yeah Child, yeah. child, being a child actor is like really difficult. It's like really, really difficult. And and like in itself, it's like when I did my interview with Chandler, that was a really strange experience. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. But I, I obviously, I, I did journalism at MA. If anyone wondering, and like they obviously told us about like interviewing people, like you interview anyone, especially with children as well, like getting performance and stuff like that. But like the process mm -hmm. to get that interview done was so weird. Like for example, like I, I reached out through his Instagram DMs. And then yes. at that point, um, what was it? It was his agent who ran it. So I thought it was actually him who was running it, completely oblivious, but he's still a young kid. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, maybe he doesn't run it. He's very still young, isn't he? Yeah. Got his agent in there, and his agent was like, asking all these questions. She was like, um, can we have a look at the questions beforehand? What's this for, et cetera? Blah, blah, blah. Like, really, it was like genuinely like a conversation, duh, 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 back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then we had basically scheduled the interview. No, we didn't schedule the interview. So at that point, they wanted to arrange a sit down with me and Chandler and his mum so he could get to know me. He's, he's only a kid though, isn't he? Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm, I'm a 20, how old was I then? 2022. Jesus Christ. I was 27, <laughs> 26. Like I'm 30 in a couple of months. So I'm trying to like work yeah. out where I was at. Um, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm like tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm not worried about turning 30 because you're well on the way to 40. So it's like not really worrying. Well on the way. I'm only two years in. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's eight more for that. You, you, you yeah, need that. No, math. Um, <laughs> so, no, but like, you know, the process with that was like that with, with a child actor. They're like, can we meet him? And then we didn't do that um, arrangement because basically she sent me an email saying, we need to do the interview today because his schedule mm -hmm. changed. So it's like, we can only do the interview today, otherwise we'll have to cancel it. And unfortunately, I was available that day. I had just recorded Nick Schreiner's interview. So I, uh, Nick Schreiner's interview. Nick Schreiner? Mm. Nick Schreiner, yes, Nick Schreiner. Um, he played Nathan Prosker. I was on his interview. I, I did his interview. Then two hours later, I had to do the Chandler one as well. Um, but then when I did the interview, I was, uh, if you want to watch it, you won't see it. But obviously his mum was in the background. 
like she's sitting in the corner because again it's a child and it's like me it's like anything can possibly happen that like you're you don't know what could actually happen at this point they agreed to do an interview with a guy who runs a youtube channel podcast etc could be anyone couldn't it yeah um, but that, that was the level of like child that, that i think like her, her he is like much better managed compared to like child actors in the 90s and too far that's why i'm bringing up he, i feel like he's much better managed compared to child actors in the early 90s and 2000s yeah where they basically kind of like got thrown into these kind of like big shows and like kind of like the parents were kind of almost like quote unquote pimping them out for you know this kind of like this kind of like celebrity clout that they could get people do on tiktok it annoys me all the time it's like they, they, they sell the children it's like it's creepy yeah. as well like do you want the weird part of that as well as like because you, you signed up to TikTok, Adam's on TikTok now. After slating me for a while, he's now on TikTok. By the way, capitalism finalist, isn't it? Like you know, he's I haven't uploaded a TikTok in like well, months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's on it. But in the yeah, bottom I'm right hand it. corner, in the bottom right hand corner, you have the arrow which tells you like how many people have downloaded or saved the clip, and you like then look at the content where it's like a young child, and there's like oh, 25,000 people have like downloaded, clipped it, whatever else like that, and you sit there thinking, what the hell's going on here? It's yeah. unregulated social media. It shows, it shows well, you know, it shows where we're at with that. But anyway, like, yeah. um, back on that point, no, like her story will be a, a fascinating one to read just to kind of like see, because obviously yeah. for me as well, I, I grew up in that era. It's like exactly what I, what, I, what I would expect and more so with all the stuff that happened with Dan Shire. But yeah, yeah it'd be worthwhile yeah. for you to uh, report back to us with some more details on that. Oh yeah, I'll probably finish it mm, probably, definitely this month for sure. Like uh, I'll I'll even finish it within the next couple of weeks. So like it's it's definitely there. But, yeah, yeah. It's it's really good so far. Really, really good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what else is there now? Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else I actually have planned at the minute. Oh my 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 other things were just basically to be kind of like I want to get into a routine of like getting back into a, t- a gripping TV show. Mm. That I really want to commit to, which I'm like look weighing up which which TV shows I can mm. you know possibly explore because I've seen um I think people are now getting really annoyed with Netflix canceling TV shows after one season because um is it Wednesday that TV show that's really popular Wednesday got cancelled no not cancelled but it could potentially be moving from Netflix so it's potentially potentially my boy Jeff Bezos could be picking up for Prime Video. What the there heck? were a lot of story I I didn't read the story I wasn't that interested I don't even really care about the TV show. But there is yeah. um there wow. was a there we go. Is it, is, it, is it official official or is it just speculation? No, it's just like is Netflix actually going to lose mm-hmm. out on Wednesday? That's yeah. it. Wow. Because there's another wow. show that they've done called 1899, which my brother recommended. Mm-hmm. And what, what I haven't was watched that? yet, but they've 1899. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to see that. That's on uh, P- Yeah, they've uh, cancelled the second season of that really yeah oh what the heck apparently again apparently has very much rave reviews but has been cancelled um mm. that so that's stupid. kind of like yeah so like the, the, there's a there's a syndrome at the minute where it's like one season wonders at the minute have um, you watched ghosts yet the british version no oh. ghosts yeah ghosts uh it's the uh it's like a sitcom but like she can see ghosts but her husband can't it's pretty charming i like it <laughs> It's British. It's God. It's British, but it's not God like help. it's not gripping. It's more of just like you put it on just for a good time. You know, it's like it's funny, but uh, for gripping, I'm trying to think of like this really good. I mean, you know what? I'm I'm finally getting Liz to watch, and she really likes it so far. 
Seinfeld. Well, Seinfeld. I'm, uh, a, I'm a huge cool defender concept. for yeah, I, I defend Seinfeld. People have told me, like, at my own job that Seinfeld has aged like milk. I'm like, what are you smoking? Like, Seinfeld, like, aged like milk? What are you talking about? That was like just, me. Yeah. No, no, continue. Actually, continue. I, I thought you were talking Continue. Well, no, because, like, like, the whole thing with Seinfeld, it's observational. Like, it's about humanity. It's about, like, what happens in your real life. So it's like, how does that age like milk? Because, like, things are still happening the way it did in the 90s. So... I don't know. It's like parking spaces and uh, why are malls so stupid? You know, it's just like, it's situational. I don't know. It's so stupid. Like Seinfeld's great. If that has aged like milk, then everything you're consuming at the minute tastes like piss because Seinfeld has influenced pretty much God knows how many TV shows you probably watch in your lifetime. So if you think that's aged like milk, then you need to re- Re, you know, reassess what your claim is. Everybody in my job said it. I was like, what uh, are you talking about? Like, like I've always, uh, yeah. Go, yeah, go on. no, I'm just like saying, it's like, because it's the beauty about Seinfeld is that it's a show about nothing. It's not about nothing. And to make a show that's cohesive while also about nothing is such an art form. Like I'm a big, yeah. I'm a big defender on Seinfeld, but yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm going way off track here, but I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> am thinking about like a really good show. Cause I'm usually into movies. I really love like watching films like i'm about to watch uh chef uh on um well not chef well chef's another good movie but there was one that just came on on hbo max that was recent and i can't uh the menu the menu so i'm about to watch the menu so we'll see how that goes but i haven't watched a lot of tv shows just to um i don't want you saying as well this is like for me where like i i always like South Park is my favorite show of all time. I think it's the mm-hmm. greatest show that's ever been made. But then after that, it's Lost. I will defend Lost to the end of the moon. And people oh, always yeah. say to me, it's like when they always want to watch something, I'm like, watch Lost. And they're like, why? It's like, they always say to you, it's like, oh, well, I know the ending is everyone's dead. It's like, no, it's not. That is not the ending. Yeah. That like, if you think, that's like when people say the ending of Soprano is like XXY. That there's a very yeah. you know famous Family Guy skit with how it ends. I'm not going to give that away. But, and I, and I, yeah. the Lost one isn't a spoiler. That one's just what people say in like a, an yeah. oblivious kind of way but it's so much more fi- it's so much more refined than than just that of like oh yeah it's a you know they're all dead there's a more sophistication to that show and if you don't mm-hmm. like that show then i question what you actually enjoy because lost influenced about 80 percent of tv that you watch right now like westworld all these yeah. shows that came after it lost vindicated itself because everyone watched these show and I, I and i was fortunate enough to watch lost six seasons in after it came out and i watched it my my year when i was in i was, I was how old was i now i was like 17 when i watched it. I was, it was before my exams and i got hooked on it. it yeah it changed the way i saw tv it was Jeez. that god that god i cannot you know if you've never watched lost i recommend it in every purest sense of the way but that's like that's the problem with like when the people say with Seinfeld. Seinfeld, that's like oh, it's not, it's you know, it's water like milk. It's like, have you seen what you watch now? Yeah, like like stuff. I I I'm not watched it, but like stuff like Wednesday, stuff like eighty ninety nine, so all this stuff that's on the market that's it's it's always there. And yeah. you're not saying that you've not been diluted enough by how much content you have now. Like I can't tell you how many TV shows I've kept up today at the minute because mm-hmm. I just don't watch them. It's like when people keep saying, "Oh, watch this show, watch this show, watch this show." I'm not, I'm not really interested. If it's enough to yeah. get my attention, then I'll watch it. Because it's like my brother said to me, he's like, oh, you should watch Ring of Power. But if you're going to watch it, no. you can sit there and properly engage yourself with it. And like, 
you know, keep you full focus. And at this point, I'm like, I'll, I'll get to it at some point. It's not a priority for me because I just don't really care at this point. Yeah, if I'm um, going to spend hours on something, it's going to be a video game. Like if I'm going to spend yeah. like a, a certain amount of hours into a piece of media, I'd rather be a video game or a book than a show. I would rather, mm -hmm. I would rather watch a movie um, and just kind of like put it through. But that's because also it's just like, I don't know, with with movies, it's not that much of a time commitment. But if you watch a really bad TV show, like really awful, then it's just kind of like, oh, well, dang, it's like I just wasted my time with that. Um, I've, I've watched a show that was really good, and I can't remember what it was called. Like me and Liz watched it, and I cannot remember what we did. Oh, it's bugging me because I remember thinking like, wow, that was really good. And I can't remember. I really can't. But I don't watch many shows for that very reason that we're so diluted that I don't think um, I don't think a lot of TV shows kind of grip me in that way anymore. Because like Ring of Power, I tried to watch that, and oh god, it's so bad! It's so bad! It's awful! It's so it's so bad! It's not, it's like not, it's just not going to change the wheel. Like you've seen it a million times. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we'll see. I guess it will take like a like a good writer to make a good show someday. I don't know, but like. If if if, there, if there's a respected writer that I watch that I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm all in for that. Like Vince Gilligan. If Vince Gilligan writes something, I'm I'm all in. Like anything. I, I wish he would go away from Breaking Bad. I wish he would make a new yeah, IP. Yeah, it's just oh god. Yeah, like, I know. Like I think Vince Gilligan is a genius writer, but I want him to like step away from Breaking I think Bad. He's a good writer. Yeah. Just to kind of like I think I think he's I think Breaking Bad is, is, is for me, as and I was unfortunately before the hype and hysteria came in, mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit overrated for a TV show. Well, that's what I mean. I want to see him, because, like, really step out of that. Because, like, yeah. yeah, we can say that, like, Breaking Bad was good, but, like, I want to see Vince Gilligan explore other, like, details, other, other places and other... Because I want to see his skills as a writer, like, really flourish, but... Um, we'll see. Or if it's composed by something. Like the only reason why I watched rewatched um New Girl is because it's composed by uh Ludwig Garonson. And I'm anything that Ludwig Garonson composes, I'm yep, I'm in. Game in. Even if it's New Girl. Like, oh Ludwig did that? I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> but that sounds like a really familiar name about Ludwig Garonson. Uh Ludwig Garonson. Oh, let me tell you about him. So he is a composer behind uh, that uh, new girl. He's composed uh, Black Panther. He's composed Tenant. He has composed. Um, well, I've also shouted his name out on this podcast many of times. Uh, he did Red. Uh, he did Turning Red. He did. Um, he did a lot of things. He he's developed tracks for Billie Eilish. Like he's worked with Billie Eilish. Oh before. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's everywhere, dude. Like he doesn't have a genre. He's just he goes from New Girl to Tenant to Billie Eilish to um, what's the other movie that I was like shocked that he did? Um, I can't remember. But he's done a lot in in terms of um, the com uh, composition game. So he's just like, everywhere. Um, you know, same with Hans Zimmer. If Hans, if Hans, sorry, if Hans Zimmer does anything, you know. I'm all I'm all for it. Olivier de, de Riviere, all for it. Anyways, we're 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 way off track at this point. <laughs> so it is yeah. what it is. So kind of like to I think like in part and I'll for me at this point I'll sum my last part up, which is like um the, uh, yeah, like when I said like I want to try something new and like watch things. I like watch Fight Club and I really enjoyed it. I forget how great that film is, but it's like that's yeah. what I'm kind of yearning for. It's like with the Life is Strange One vibe. I want that kind of game where I'm playing something where it's like it's really immersive 
it's worth my time. It's worth mm-hmm. every second I spend in 2023. Cause like time just feels like non-existent for me at the minute this year. Yeah. It's like, if I want to do something, I want to do it cause I enjoy it. And it's like, you know, it's exactly what I'm hoping for in terms of the kind of like the, yeah. the, the feeling that I get at the end of it. So that's where I kind of sit with these resolutions. Like some of them are life is strange. Some of them are not, some are changing kind of back and forth, but as I said, my, my expectations are very low this year, so I'm going to keep my open mind. But there are quite a few Life is Strange ones I want to get up, up today. The main one being Life After Strange. I was going to plug it at the end of this podcast, but I didn't want to mention it during at some point, saying that you know, it will come back at some point. So just be patient with me whilst I try and find someone who will agree to come on it. Yeah, true, true, true. But yeah, no, it looks like we got a lot of goals to accomplish this year. I have a secret goal that I'm not going to say, mm. but um, yeah, I don't know. Just like thinking about even just making these goals, like, like I said, tomorrow I turn 32 years old and just kind of like thinking about that number. I'm 32, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things. Like I've had these goals since I was like a kid and now I'm 32. So it's kind of like, yeah, I could just sit back and just accept what my life is, or I can take steps into making the life that I wanted since I was a, since I was a kid. So um here's to that hopefully 2023 will be as um not profitable um prosperous i guess is the word a a good year you know like a successful year for me who who knows who knows what this year brings yes fingers crossed i'm um you know as i said my expectations are low so any win is a win for me this year yeah true so we're coming up to the hour mark adam do you want to do spread of the arts or do you want to cut it out because we did a lot of those resolution things I was about to say, I feel like we like that last twenty minutes has been <laughs> nothing but spread the arts. So, yeah, this um, is um, this has been the least life is strange podcast around today. Like, but as I said, like yeah. we're going to be in for a rough year, um, and I think the topics will change, and we'll we'll bring some more meteor ones in. We'll do other other little sort of bits and bats, and we'll try and experiment with different things to kind of keep you entertained. But I think like we kind of like deviated from that because I think like the 2023 scope for me, it can't just be all life is strange doesn't exist. So it was yeah. kind of like weaving it in and out of things. Um but okay, I feel like we can wrap up then that this will be one of the uh quote unquote shorter episodes that we've done. <laughs> yeah, right. Um but yeah we are done guys. Appreciate you joining us. If you did enjoy the video please drop us a like share turn on notifications uh, subscribe obviously we're at 787 I seem to be keep getting hit by this rock we can't break seven 80 780 yeah we can't break 780 so um if you do subscribe it does help if you do keep coming back and obviously as i said before strange cast is available on all podcast services so you can download episodes there and you can listen to us obviously it's nice as well because like we have the views keep changing so like we don't get a huge amount on youtube but we get quite a light large volume on podcast services so greatly appreciate whatever you watch it so you can watch video version and you can watch audio version so hope you enjoyed this episode as i said stay tuned i will try and make some more content for this channel some different kind of content etc also life after strange is my priority so do not worry it will come back at some point mm-hmm. in the meantime let us know your resolutions 2023 revisiting life is strange revisiting whichever game you want to play let us know we'll interested to hear um, we really enjoyed hearing some of your 2023, uh, 2030 predictions as we did with Life is Strange, which, um, you know, no one called us out for anything bad at the moment. So as I said, um, do yeah. leave us a comment. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. We will see you in the next episode. Peace.